A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello there, Dan. How are you? I'm all right, Robbie. How are you? Very good. I'm glad to see you down here for the family fun day that's going on in the in the garden out there. We've got apple bobbing, a bouncy castle. Lovely. Loads going on in the in the beer garden of the moon underwater. Halloween themed? Uh, no, just uh, free freestyling it really. We'll do another Halloween one in the future, but for now, it's just it's just general fun. Okay. Yeah. Nice. How's your week been? Been very good, thanks. Yeah, very good. Managed to do a bit of pubbing this week, which is always nice. Talk me through it. I uh, went out with our mutual friends Andy and Jim the other day, and we went to ye well, uh, ye oldy Cheshire cheese off of Fleet Street. I've been there. Lovely old pub, isn't it? Yeah, it is lovely. I, I said this to my son, and he corrected me and said it's you don't pronounce it oldie, you just say old, even though it's got an e on the end. Ah, so you know. He's a, he's a know-it-all. Yeah. Um, but, yes, I went there, and that's a lovely... Re- it is a genuinely very old pub. There's been a pub on that site since 1538, I believe. Great, great pub knowledge. Do you always do a little bit of research before you go to a pub? <laughs> or do you just quiz the, do you quiz the barmaid? I basically I took a picture of a sign that was in the pub so that, so that I could tell you about the pub. Oh, fantastic. What were you drinking? I had a two pints of dark mild while I was there. Oh. It was very nice. And there's quite a lot of um, uh, history to the pub. Charles Dickens once drank there. Charles Dickens seemed to drink in quite a lot of pubs. I've heard that quite a bit. He got about a bit, didn't he, Charles Dickens? But then again, I suppose if I became one of the most celebrated authors of all time, I've been to quite a lot of pubs. So it only <laughs> makes sense that most of the pubs in Norwich should be able to go, Robin Ops used to drink in here. Some of the pubs in Norwich do have signs up saying Robbie Knox used to drink in here. Yeah, so, all of them. Yeah, like yeah. The, the weather spoons at Heathrow Terminal 2. Robbie mm. Knox used to drink in here occasionally whilst getting a flight. Yeah, so. yeah. But it's a great pub. It's it's very wood, very woody, isn't it? And it's very old feeling. And uh, you you can just keep going down and down and down. You, you sort of go, you say, oh, there's a cellar bar there. And you go down a flight of stairs and there's some seats and you go... Oh right, this is it. And then you turn a corner and go, oh no, there's some more seats down some more stairs. And then and then you go, oh no, there's there's another set of stairs. So we were right down sort of in the well, the cellar bar, uh round a sort of a big beer keg. I was in I was in the the reverse of that 
last week. I was in the Garnet Pub in Norwich, which is right by the market. Mm-hmm. And that's like, it goes up and up and up. You think there's, you go into it, and it looks fairly small. There's some outdoor seating as well, but there's a fairly small bar. And then you go up some little steps, and then you're in a higher bit sort of thing. But then you can go up some more steps, and you get even higher. And you have a lovely little view of Norwich market from there oh very nice yeah. so that's the the if you put those two pubs together it'll be like a tower block of pub yeah i quite like a tower block of pub and then last night i went to another pub with with jim again because we we went and uh had a bit of night of politics oh is this your politics lecture club that you yes steer with steve richards was he talking was steve richards talking with someone he no he just sort of talks himself mm-hmm. and he sort of talks about what's going on in politics uh, roughly at the time um and talking about you know the the, the by-elect, recent by-elections and that kind of thing and then um we went to the went to a sports pub afterwards at victoria station and watched the end of spurs v fulham and had a pint of neck oil lovely stuff i've been to, i've done a significant amount of pubbing this week i've been to i'm gonna estimate at least five pubs. Oh wow! I'm going to say I went to went to the Murderers a couple of times this week in Norwich, as is as is normal. Then the Garnet in Norwich as well, um, and then I went to see Hard Fi, uh, with um, which has a, uh, Richard Archer, who was on the Moon Underwater fairly recently. Um, went along to see them and had drinks in the Union Bar at UEA and then the LCR where the venue was. Just like old times, a lot like old times. Apart from that, I'm. It's, it's it's a little bit different. Like it's more, there's more trendy drinks these days you can get. Oh, really? But it still is. You can get a pint at the Student Union Bar. You're getting a pint of lager called I think it's called Forest or something mm. for for two pound ninety nine under three pounds. Oh my god! That's magnificent, isn't it? That is incredible. Yeah, it just it brought 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 a tear to the eye. Pound a pint in our time, of course, wasn't it? It was. Yeah. Well, I used to drink cider at the time, so I think I paid a premium, like one pound thirty a pint. But, okay. But still, onwards. Um. But yeah, then I went to Sheffield because I was DJing in at the Lead Mill on Saturday night, uh, and it's one of those things that I. This always happens when I get asked to do something. I think, oh, that'd be fun, and I say yes. And then in the two weeks leading up to it, I hate myself for saying yes and regret it. I think, what have you? Oh, God, why are you doing that? And that carries on up until I actually do the thing. And then I love it. I think I'm so glad I did this. So if you can get beyond the bit where you just, where you sort of wish you haven't done it and actually do it, then everything's generally fine mm. after that, I found. But we got we got some lovely recommendations from pubs, from, from um, listeners, and I I did try and go to some. A lot of people said the Rutland Arms, uh, and I was going to go to that. I walked towards it, but Sheffield United were playing Manchester United that evening at an eight o'clock kickoff, right. and this was like an hour and a half before kickoff on a Saturday night, and it was sort of quite rammed with football fans. I thought, Do you know what, I'm going to give that a miss. So I turned the opposite way, walked away from the ground, and the Moon Underwater's producer Matt, he. Knows Sheffield. I know him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're familiar with you're familiar with his work. Uh, but he said a pub, the Grapes, in uh, Sheffield, is the greatest pub he has ever been to. Yeah, he wasn't holding back, was he? So I thought, Do you know what? I need to go and check that out. Okay. And I went along. Excellent. Really? But was it the greatest pub you've ever been to? Oh, I don't know. I didn't spend enough time in there to. Okay. To, it was an excellent pub, but I went in there, cash only. I'd already ordered, uh, I was with my wife, uh, ordered a gin and tonic. And I said, oh, is it cash only? Um, and they said, she said, yeah. I said, I said, oh, 
is there a bank machine nearby? I'm going to get some money. She said, oh, don't worry about it. We'll get you these. I went, no, 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 I'll, I'll go get money. Sort of thing. But she was quite happily going to give us two drinks because we didn't have any cash on us. Did this exact story happen to you in Germany? Yeah, I'm not, it sounds like I'm making up the same story. But yeah, it happened in Stuttgart. But that was, um, I thought that was just a strange German thing. But this is a Sheffield thing. So just good hospitality. But it's a lovely pub. It's very busy hmm. in a nice, pleasant way. Lovely atmosphere in there. I only saw the bit of the bar that was by the front door because we just sort of went in there, had one drink and moved on. Um, but excellent pub. and I'd love to go back to it a bit more. Maybe get maybe midweek when it's a little bit less busy, start earlier in the day, settle in for a nice little session. Um, but yeah, terrific, terrific recommendation. Very nice. Um, what I was doing because I was DJing and I don't do DJing a lot, I was, wasn't was drinking alcohol, so I was drinking non alcoholic beers. Yeah, and I went around Sheffield to a few different pubs and I had a great selection of non alcoholic beers. There's some brilliant non or low alcoholic beers. There's one by purity that i had and it's called something like half percent or 0.5 or 0.5 it's something like it's got it's some reference to the amount of alcohol in it in the title i can't remember what it is um but that was lovely absolutely lovely Mm. and the reason is i had i had about five pints and a moscow mule when i was at hard fire i didn't sleep very well but i'm in the middle of doing a youtube video where i try and sleep better because i'm dreadful at sleeping i've very rarely get seven eight hours sleep so i thought you know what i'm going to do all the stuff that is recommended to get better sleep and see if it improves things and i'll be honest i went into this thinking it's not really going to do much might help a little bit the effect has been incredible really last night i've got a watch that gives me a score of my sleep every night my little running watch and last night i got 90 out of 100 i've never got a 90 before ever wow and it's yeah it's it's early days, only been a week or so, but it's good. But what I've learned is that if I, the only two days I've had bad sleep have been the two days I've had alcohol. Even one of those was two pints at lunchtime. So I thought as well, I thought, well, I'm going to try and not get too much booze down me for a few weeks to see how this works. It does make a big difference. Mm-hmm. I've learned quite a lot this year about how my body reacts to alcohol and sleep from doing the happy hour tour and getting this watch over it. And, it is. I'm not saying I'm not going to drink alcohol because I am, but I need, I'm going to be aware that it is going to make me sleep badly and factor that into things. But there's such a great selection of non-alcoholic beers at the minute. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. 
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Shall we have a little look in the old uh, Mailey Boxerino? Yes. Yeah, so uh, you mentioned going to Sheffield last week when we were chatting about this, Robbie, and we had uh, a pretty incredible email from Johnny Walsh. Have you had? Have you had a chance to have a look at that? It came a bit too late for your actual trip. Go on. But he said, um, he said, love the show. I live in Chesterfield, just a pensioner's bus pass from Sheffield. There will be many more and better ideas you'll receive, but having organised a few real ale pub crawls around Sheffield and elsewhere over the years, my current favourites are to the south of the city centre in Healy, the Sheaf View and the Brothers Arms. On a good day, the views from their respective gardens are, well, stupendous. It's always a struggle, however, to drag mates out of the Sheffield tap on platform 1B. Uh, and he's, he's attached a plan and score sheet for a pub crawl around Healy. Oh, that's just fantastic. It's an absolute work of art. Talk us through the, the score sheet. So at the top, we've got uh, number one pub, Sheffield Tap, Platform 1B, Sheffield Station. Uh, and then and then it's got notes, opens 10am on Thursdays, GBG Freehouse Accessible from Outside Station or Platform 1. 10 HPs plus crafts and ciders. Brewery on site, plenty of seating in many rooms. Food from the station. It's a three minutes walk to the interchange bus station to catch X17 bus. D4 stop, five or 40 minutes past the hour. Or a five minute walk to the Arundel Gate uh, AG10 stop to catch the X17, blah, blah, blah. Or to Well Road stop, Healy. And then you, and then he goes on to the next pub, the Sheaf View. And there are nine pubs on this list. Sheaf View, Brothers Arms, White Lion, Broadfield, Rutland Arms, Tram Shed, and the Crown Inn. You've got... Um, uh, space on the on the form to put in the brewer and the beer and then a beer score and the pub score uh, and there's and then there's also information about the criteria. It's uh, all all the um, drinks and pubs are ranked from naught to five. Naught uh, undrinkable for a beer and five unsurpassable. Wow. There's a map where all the pubs are listed um, and there's a a, um, a, a bus. Um, timetable as well with with a corresponding map it's i mean it's incredible i love a pub crawl scoring thing i always used to do that whenever i moved to a new area with friends in shared houses yeah yeah when we would shared houses in london or, or wherever we'd always do that where you have categories and you'd score it out of different amounts so you'd, you'd they'd be waiting so like the atmosphere is more important than how clean the toilets are but all the factors yeah, you know yeah, yeah, yeah. so so you sort of put all these things 
into it, like extra points for a log fire, extra points for a beer garden, do this and then work out which one it is, particularly if you're in an area. Like I remember doing this when we moved at university. And I think we got the idea from the TV show Men Behaving Badly. I think they did it. I think me and you did this when we moved in together once, didn't we? We went in to find our local... Is that in Southfields? Yeah. Yeah. The only thing about that is there's only about three pubs in it, two or three pubs in Southfields. Yeah, it didn't take very long. But in Norwich, it? where we were yeah. on Deerham Road when I first moved out of student accommodation, that had loads of pubs around, so we had to do a more thorough thing to work out what our local was. Um, so, yeah, I, I think that's, very that's nice. terrific. The Sheffield Tap at the station is one of the great train station pubs that I've come across in my time on the railways, which is... Yeah, never been there. Sense. It's good. In fact, I was there relatively recently and I've just sort of stood outside it because it was the middle of the day. I was changing trains there and some guy who worked there stuck his head out and he watched my YouTube videos and said, said, Robbie, do you want to come in? We'll, buy, we'll give you a free pint. And I said, I've got about five minutes. So <laughs> sadly not. Um, but but it's a lovely... I have been in there in the past as well and it's, it's, it's a lovely little little pub. That's a great question for people. What are the great inside, not stations, not pubs near a station, the great pubs that are as part of stations that you can enjoy? Very good. There's one in London, there's one at Denmark Hill, but I'm not sure whether you can get to it from the platform these days. I think you have to sort of go out to it. So it's got to be accessible from inside the station to count. I don't, well, I don't know. What do you think the criteria are? Because there's there's one at Cambridge that's just outside the station, but it's I think it's part of the station building. So I think if it's either accessible... As long as it's part of the station. Yeah, yeah. I think it has to be part of the station building and ideally accessible from platforms like the Sheffield Tap is. That's what we'd like to know for next week. And then maybe we can do a little tour of the best train pubs. We probably won't, but we might. Other than um, pubs inside stations, also have you, you know, what's the best ever pub crawl you've been on? Or any any things that you like to do on pub crawls? You know, some people like to do the marking thing. How, you know, how messy does that get by the end of the, your, you know, how messy does your form get by the ninth pub? Yeah, criteria and weightings for pub crawl marking is something I'm interested in. So yeah, very keen, very keen to hear from that. Let's see what else is in our, um, our post sack, if you will. Um, we've got one on um, pubs and video games, Dan, from Terry in Glasgow. Do yes. That read? Yeah, yeah, I will, yeah. So we were talking a bit about, weren't we, um, you talked about The Witcher, and Terry in Glasgow said on the latest pub notes board. Witcher 3. Yeah. Uh, in The Witcher 3, my favourites would be the Kingfisher Inn, where Geralt stumbles across Priscilla, the Rosemary and Time, and also the... Is that Cockatrice? Cockatrice? I think probably Cockatrice in it, in Toussaint. Cockatrice in, in Toussaint, yeah. I think no game, well, I don't think any game that I've played have captured the atmosphere of a pub quite like The Witcher 3. Really? I think it's, those are the pubs I think, do you know what, I would love to go out for a little night out. In there, I think they're fantastic. He also mentions Red Dead Redemption Two, doesn't he? Which also has a great selection of pubs. Yeah, he says uh, the one in Valentine where Arthur has his uh, gets really drunk with Lenny, which is a great scene. It's called the Smithfield Saloon, and he said another favourite uh, of his is uh, Doyle's Tavern in Saint Denis. Um, yeah, I look, I looked those up actually. Um, Smithfield Saloon, Keynes Saloon, Doyle's Tavern, Bastille Saloon. Rhodes Parlour House, Old Lights Saloon. Oh, Rhodes Parlour House, I quite yeah, like as well. A I've had a few drinks in that one. Yeah, and there's a great scene in that, isn't there, where, you, where you're where you taking the dodgy um, drinks in there. 
And then, and also, um, have you eaten all the different pub food in Red Dead uh, Redemption Two? Because I have, I've eaten some, but not all. I didn't realise in um, the old light saloon at the Van Horn Trading Post, you can get lamb's heart, oh, and fish stew. Yeah, it's fried catfish at Rhodes and cracked wheat and milk. <laughs> Um, I've had the lobster bisque in uh, Saint Denis. I've had that. <laughs> was it tasty? Yeah, it was very nice, very nice. And you can get some peach cobbler in Blackwater as well. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's another little completion thing to do in Red Dead Redemption Two. Go and have the old, old-fashioned pub food. Okay. Um, yeah, marvelous, marvelous. We also um, spoke about. Uh, pubs in films and tv as well and andy's written in to say gents the pub in train spotting where begby threw the pint glass over the balcony it was a real pub called crosslands we used to do karaoke there on the weekend sometimes it was a lot friendlier than looked to the film closed a few years ago sadly all the best andy great knowledge we've got an email as well a very thorough email from mac uh talking about riders yeah do you want to read that dan yeah i can read that yeah so um hey robbie stroke pod team is that, is that me I think you're a pod team. Yeah. I've heard a few references to riders in the pod, and I wasn't going to email, but it's come up enough times that I feel the need to step in. Generally speaking, you don't pay for what's on your rider as an artist at shows. Now, obviously, it would seem you have personally done so before, so I will provide possible explanations below. But first, it's worth noting my experience derives from four years of planning tours for international performing artists as part of my duties at a management agency in London. I could go a lot more into the nitty-gritty of advancing, but I'll spare you on this occasion. <laughs> in your case of having paid for the rider, I would assume either A, maybe there was no promoter and you or your team arranged the show directly with the venue. Uh, that's that's not the case, is it, Robbie? You had a, you had a very big promoter, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. Keep going. I'll, I'll, I'll explain what our situation is at the end. Okay. Uh, B, your team may have agreed to a hospitality buyout where you may have been given cash instead of a rider. This is not the same as paying for it yourself, strictly speaking. C, there was a hospitality rider provided, just not to you. Awkward if so, but unless it was a high-grossing show, it's not impossible the rider was limited to individuals, not including yourself. Riders are a small and disproportionately talked about part of a larger negotiation that happens when booking shows or uh, delivering offers. When there are performance fees, deposits, hotels, grounds, technical specifications, PR commitments, social media commitments, and lots more involved, charging an artist 89p for a pack of walkers would rightly seem ludicrous. There's lots more to say about this, but fundamentally, the case I wanted to make was, whilst you may have paid for your rider in the past, for most known artists and performers frequently touring, that isn't the case, and I'm afraid you are likely the exception. Most pundits listening to the pod will be glad to know Arctic monkeys aren't buying their own Evian. All the best, <laughs> Or Volvic. I think they're more Volvic boys, if I'm honest. Oh, they? Yeah, um, yeah, that's a great yeah. email, Matt. Thank you. Um, so, so very clear, thorough. So very thorough. And that's what I like about our... Uh, so we've got a great selection of listeners. What a variety. I can ask anything and we're going to get someone. What expertise. Yeah. Yeah. I can ask someone to say, what's the newest pub to CERN? And we're going to get someone saying, I work in the Large Hadron Collider and we often go and get leathered here after <laughs> smashing atoms together. Um so, but but yeah. So so to clear this up, um, in our case on the Happy Hour tour, uh, we just didn't really want any. We we weren't really fussed about stuff. So all we really had was waters and a few sweets and stuff, which our tour managers picked up traveling around. Um, as a general point, yeah, I get that it's not 
we're not going right. You've had three bags of Chris, so you're having this sort of thing. But it's all part. What I mean is, it's part of a larger thing. So if someone's demanding loads of stuff, I presume that that is going to be part of the bigger negotiation, which I think is what Max saying. I think so. Yes, it's not like you have an itemized bill at the end of all the things that you've consumed, no. like a hotel minibar. <laughs> no, but yeah, but but yes, good to know. It's part of the wider thing. Very interesting. All that I like Very that. Stuff. Interesting. Good to know. Um, Mac, if you're listening, any um, interesting riders that you've had? I know our friends of Bang, uh, the band uh, Frankie the Heartstrings used to ask for a signed photo of a woman from Coronation Street, so on Battersby, I can't remember who it was, and they'd have this at every single venue, and then one venue did actually manage to provide it for That's them. fantastic. Who just sat there and framed on the desk when they turned up? Oh, so just making those sort of demands. Yeah, lovely. Dan, have you got much pubbing in your week to come? What have I? Well, I'm going to see uh, Sophie Duca. Oh, nice. Who was on the show very recently this week? In fact, I'm going to see her show Wacky Racists at the Hackney Empire with some friends. So are we, I'm, I'm positive that we'll do a bit of pubbing before or after, and or after. That show. Looking forward to that. You? You got some? You doing some pubbing up north? Yeah, yeah. I've got. I'm going to. I'm going to. Um, uh, future Moon in the Water, Moon Underwater guest Lloyd Griffith, comedian. His fortieth um, birthday party, which is in a pub in London, and um, and I think I might be going to some other ones. Yeah, I might be going to some other pubs on Saturday. I think in the Norwich area. So yeah, Fantastic. looking forward to a lovely little week of pubs. Lovely. Fabulous. Well, look, Dan, I think it's um, probably time we better get outside because I think some uh, kids have fallen off the bouncy castle and broken their arms. So I just need to go and talk to St. John's Ambulance and see if they can patch him up a little bit. So uh, can would we, you mind... Can we just, just quick, just very quickly, shall we just quickly tell the story of the time? Oh, the kid's fine. If he's broke his arm, then it'll be <laughs> no, broken for, no, no, for no. a while. You carry on. I was going to say, the time we were at a friend's house, there was about to see a, a trampoline and your daughter managed to jump off the trampoline and somehow go out of this very small hole and land on her head on the ground. Oh, yeah. One, one of my kids, we've got a trampoline in the garden. One of our, at my son's birthday party this year, one of the kids, they didn't zip it up, bounced out of it and broke his arm. Oh, so God. trampolines are very, yeah, dangerous. very dangerous affairs. Anyway, speaking of danger, can you please rip the pub notice board from the wall with the ferocity of a thousand tigers? <laughs> Christ. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 